It is time to check in with the Vancouver Suns' Vaughn Palmer, taking a look at the view from Victoria. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. And you uh, remember the slogan uh, on the Peace Arch uh, at the Canada-U.S. border? Yes. May these gates never close. Yeah, well, they're closed. <laughs> Until today. Uh, it's interesting. The, the, the arch, by the way, is almost 100 years old. It was opened in 1921, and it was a it was originally a it, it still is a monument to uh, the peaceful relationship between Canada and the United States. Um, but, uh, of course, the, the peaceful idea was to avoid war and conflict, um, marking the, the end of the War of 1812 <laughs> and, and the end of World War I. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, of course, they never really thought about a pandemic, did they? No. Um, the, the, the park there on the Canadian side reopened mm, back in May, and word had spread that it was a kind of a loophole in the closed border between Canada and the U.S., and it was uh, parking there, uh, the space uh, was being overwhelmed, and the Provincial Parks Ministry stepped in yesterday and closed the Canadian side. The American side, the Washington State Park, is still open. But the problem was really on our side of the border, and um, it, had, it had been overwhelmed by its success, uh, becoming a place where friends across the border and family across the border could reunite, but the risk there is significant. Um, I don't know if you've been following the stats out of Washington State, but I'll just give you one uh, Adrian Dix, yesterday, our health minister, noted that we've had one death in B.C. from COVID-19 in the past 12 days. In Washington state, it's 60. Um, They're still running about 200 or 300 cases a day while we're down in the low two digits. Uh, In fact, one digit yesterday, I think eight new cases. So the difference between the two jurisdictions uh, is dramatic. And it wasn't just that this had become a, a way of crossing the border. The great concern was that it would become what, uh, you know, Washington State was way in, the, in, in not so long ago, way back in March, which is the source of uh, cases here in British Columbia. And so is that the reason, because I know Dr. Henry has said that it wasn't her call, because the reason was given, like you said, for traffic, people were illegally parking on the street and was getting too busy. Was it, is it that, or is it the fear that COVID is going to come back to BC or more cases of it to, from people meeting? You know, the provincial environment ministry handled the decision, but I think, you know, they, they, they said it was local consultation, it was worries about traffic and all that, but... The reports out of there were that this was not a place where uh, physical distancing, wearing masks, being careful, not shaking hands, all hugging, all of that stuff was not being respected. And they just decided. And word had gotten around. I, I was surprised to hear the reports yesterday, but I haven't heard anyone challenge it, that people were coming from right across Canada and right across the United States to, to take advantage of this one place. Uh, because of the international nature of that park, I mean, it is an unusual place on the continent. You can, you don't have to show your passport on either side to get into that park, as long as you exit through the country that you entered in. It really is, an, I mean, they say an international peace park. It's a very unusual place. So, 
uh, it had uh, word had gotten around, and I think you know they're not going to make a big deal of it that they were worried about COVID nineteen. But I think that's ultimately the public safety issue that they were worried about, which is that it might become inadvertently, unintentionally, a place uh, where the virus could spread. Um, Dr. Henry has warned us repeatedly about the problem of, and she said it again yesterday, even one case um, can spark a cluster and an outbreak. And, of course, again, uh, you can spread the virus with no symptoms. You can be asymptomatic. It's not the most likely way, or have very few symptoms. So we've had, as you know, Joe, clusters in British Columbia that have happened in in very recent times because someone got into a facility or fast food place. Uh, We had the cases going on out in Mission, Langley Lodge, where it was one person who didn't know they had it, and they spread it. And so speaking of that, where are we as far as the numbers? And I know we've been looking at, uh, like you said, one one death in 12 days, uh, surgeries being rescheduled. Uh, th- those are on the positive side of things. Yeah, I mean, it was a good news, bad news day with the uh, with the Dicks, uh, Dr. Henry briefing yesterday. And yeah, I mean, we are, you know, flattening the curve, all of that stuff. Uh, you make it uh, interesting. You just referred to it. The uh, Dicks uh, gave us an upgrade. Uh, update on surgeries. So a month ago, the government said all those scheduled surgeries are going to uh, be rescheduled. And they've contacted uh, 42,000 people who were on the waiting list, which tells you the backlog to some degree. Um, Most of them, I think only 1,000 people said, nah, they don't want to go ahead. They're worried about COVID-19 being in the healthcare system, so they're not going ahead, but everybody else is on the list, back on the list, and we're back to doing the number of surgeries that we were doing in British Columbia before the pandemic started, so more than 6,000 in a week. Now, they have to get the number higher than that to start really seriously clearing the backlog, and that's going to happen over the summer, but the comeback for the system is pretty good. All to the good, but you know, there are still causes of concern. Um, You're carrying it on the news this morning on NW, the outbreak at a uh, one case at an independent school. The school is closed. Um, Richard Zussman talked to you yesterday about the one out in Mission. Um, We've had the fast food place. We heard about that earlier in the week. And Dr. Henry uh, pointed to New Zealand. New Zealand has been, you know, the example around the world of how to get this thing under control. They basically opened up, and they've got cases again. Uh, Three, uh, the prime minister there has enlisted the military to enforce the quarantine. So, again, the reminder, you know, the line you always hear from them, Jill, is um, even one case will do it, and if you're exposed, there's nothing really they can do about it because there's no treatment and there's no cure that's reliable yet. So uh, we are going to have to be careful. Obviously, the question yesterday was, uh, we're getting more modeling next week, Tuesday, on how the pandemic is going. The calendar for Restart BC, the BC government reopening plan, says we move to phase three next week, which is more opening. What about it? She was asked yesterday. Well, she said, I'm optimistic. Hmm. So I think that's where we're headed, but it will be a slow, continue to be a slow opening, one with caution. 
And I think, Joe, there are some things that aren't going to happen. She got asked about the Western Hockey League next yesterday. Western Hockey League needs fans in the stands to pay the bills. They're not going to waive the no more than 50 people rule for uh, hockey. Uh, they're not going to waive it for movie theaters. They made that clear this week. So, you know, it's not going to be the world we knew before the pandemic struck. All right. Uh, we will leave it there, Vaughn. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bye-bye, Joe. That is the Vancouver Sun's Vaughn Palmer.